Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, let's talk to Elliot Sherparks. He's in Tampa. He's brought to us by Colonial Hyundai. Today is the best day to buy a new car at Colonial Hyundai. Hyundai, uh, $6,500 for your trade. Guaranteed. Guaranteed with rates as low as 0%. Shop them online 24-7 at ColonialHyundai.com. To Tampa we go for a report on the birds and our guy, Elliot Shore Parks. Good morning, Elliot. Hey, what's going on? How you guys Quite doing? a bit. Elliot, I didn't want to tell that last caller when he said, you know, am I starting to turn? Because I picked the Eagles to lose at the start of the show. I didn't want to dampen his spirits when I said I am. Instead of the Eagles losing by six points, they'll lose by three points. Bad tough time machine pumped me up a little bit, but I still got the Eagles taking the L tonight, man. Sounds like morale is high back in Philadelphia. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not. All right, Elliot, let's drill down on a lot of fronts. Before we get to this game and, and some of the injury stuff and all that, let's just start with A.J. Brown um, and just get that out of the way. What did you make of his social media activity from the weekend? What do you make of that? And what do you make of that as regards to his future and his relationship, whether it's with Hertz or Sirianni? Like, what don't we know? So to me, that was more about a frustration that he's not going to be playing in this game and a frustration with how this season has gone, kind of, and then kind of ending, not ending, but how he was frustrated and now he's missing the playoff game. It was more about that to me. I mean, the bottom line is A.J. Brown is not going anywhere. So if he's mad right now, if he's frustrated about something and that's why he did that, they have time to rectify that. Like I, I've heard like some talks on this of maybe he'll be traded. You know, I, he's not going anywhere. So I, I do believe that even if he's upset about something or if, if it is just a frustration that he's not playing, they, they will fix whatever that problem is. But I, I don't think this is like the beginning of the end for the Eagles and AJ Brown. Fact, I don't, like, I don't no, know about I, that, man. Do we know I, who I, he's I, the most mad at? Good Elliot? question. Good question. So I think he. So he's. I think he is frustrated with the with with this, the fact the offense has struggled. I would say, and in terms of who he is most mad at, I do not get the sense that he is mad at the coaching staff. Um, I mean, I'm sure that there is, you know, a general frustration with how things have gone, but I don't think he, he like hates Nick Sirianni. That's not that's not the vibe I get. Is your implication that you your guess is that he's more frustrated with Jalen Hurts? It could, yeah, I mean, it could be. For sure. I mean, if you look at if you look at you know the the week two against Minnesota, uh, you know that that kind of uh, sideline interaction they had, um, he just seems like he's frustrated. He seems like he's frustrated. I think he's he's shown that with uh, 
by obviously what he did on social media. All right, Elliot uh, from Tampa. All right, Elliot, let's push A.J. aside because he's not in tonight, so let's drill down on the game. In the absence of A.J. Brown, how do you expect the Eagles from a personnel standpoint? I mean, someone's got to play more. Yeah. Who yep. is it? Julio Jones? Is it Quez? Is it, you know, using a running back in the slot with two running backs? Is it two or three tight ends? You know, Doug Peterson even sometimes would use six offensive linemen. Sirianni never seems to do that. Like, what do you think they will do personnel-wise to try to make up for losing their most explosive offensive player? So I do think Julio Jones is going to get the majority of the snaps in A.J. Brown's place. I think you will see Quez more as well for sure. But I think Julio is the player that they feel is best equipped to step in for A.J. Brown. Now, I don't think Julio is going to get, you know, 13 targets like like A.J. would have. But I think they're higher on Julio than maybe the outside is. Uh, He did have, you know, two touchdowns against the Cardinals. So I think you've seen him improve as the season has gone on. And I think Julio is the one that, that will get those snaps. But in terms of how you replace the offensive production, I really do think tonight is a DeAndre Swift night. And that's not my opinion. That's what I think they're going to do. I think mm-hmm. Swift is going to be more involved uh, in the offense. I think they'll run it more. And I think you'll see him more involved in the passing game. He sat, he sat last week with an illness, and I'm sure he was feeling under the weather. But the bottom line is they have him fresh and ready to go for this game tonight. You look at how they attack Tampa Bay – in week three, I know that was a long time ago, but the coaching staff clearly saw something that they felt they could mm. exploit with him, and it worked. And so, you know, I, I think with A.J. out, you will see Julio more, you'll see Quez more, but I really think the, the true benef- beneficiary of this is going to be uh, DeAndre Swift. How well can Jalen throw? How well do you expect he'll be able to function in this game, Elliot? So I, I think the concern for me is that he, he probably is going to be wearing a glove. He wore it in practice this week, and it's going to be raining tonight. Now, it might not be a downpour, Ooh. but, but it, at the current forecast, and it's Florida, so, you know, it changes every 20 minutes, but the current forecast is that it's going to be raining for at least it looks like the first half of the game, if not, uh, you know, the first three quarters. And my concern is with the glove, like, and how comfortable he is with that. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's had issues this year holding on to the ball. Um, and then, you know, obviously with the rain and the glove, that, that makes that an issue. In terms of actually throwing it, you know, I, I think he was great this – or I've heard he was great this week in practice in terms of just how he was able to throw the ball. But I wonder if the weather tonight is going to impact that. It's a big deal. I think it's interesting that you point out that glove. He's not accustomed to it. Is he, is he just wearing the one on the throwing hand, Elliot? He had, he had two on this week. Okay. So like uh, both hands, obviously. Now, okay. whether he'll do that tonight, we'll see. I mean, maybe he's wearing two to, so it's not as obvious which hand it is that you know that's hurts in Tampa Bay. I don't know, but yeah, he had two on during practice. And the gloves that have the the rubber that's the shiny rubber on the bottom of them, those were ones that I didn't like how they reacted to wetness. Hmm. There, there were some of those super tacky gloves that I hated in the wet. Wow. So much so that I would remove them entirely if it was a wet game. I actually thought it was you were worse off with some of those gloves. Maybe the types of gloves that Jalen is trying to wow. use in practice. And remember, if you're going to be wearing them, coaches stress all the time. Okay, if you're trying something new, if you're trying to rig up something to make yourself able to play better, you know, because you got a hand issue, yep. you got to wear it in practice. You got to have uh, a familiarity for having actually played football with it. That's on. right. 
So that that part's important. And that, by the way, I'll just make a point of reference. I do think Kansas City versus Miami, they just look more equipped to handle cold weather because they've done it more oh, often. Yeah. I mean, you, now, I will say. Stuff I will like say, that though, matters. The Eagles have played in rain a lot this year. That's true. Now, he, now, now they did, you know, Jalen didn't have a, a, if I remember correctly, he didn't wear a glove in any of those games. So there is that difference. But this team won in Tampa when it rained in week three. They beat Buffalo when it rained. So they have played in rain a lot this year. All right, Elliot, let's do one or two more on offense, and we're going to get to the defense and more. I'm going to give you two choices for the Eagles offense tonight. Tell me which you think is more true. Nick Sirianni will reinvent the offense or Nick Sirianni will not reinvent the offense. What they do is what they will do. Which do you believe more? I think what they do is what they will do. Now, I like I think they're going to run it more. So if you consider that reinventing the offense, then I guess I would go there, but I don't think I'd be surprised if you saw all types of new plays tonight and a whole new offensive system. Like the way they run their offense does work, right? I, I know it's been frustrating the last month, but ultimately they, they have been one of the best offenses in the league this year. And if the players execute to the, to the level they're capable of, obviously no AJ tonight, like they are capable of scoring a lot of points on this Tampa Bay defense. So I think that you will see DeAndre Swift more involved. But I would be surprised if you saw like a completely new looking offense tonight. All right, Elliot, Elliot what makes you what makes you confident that they're going to run the football? I, what like I watched that that game from September. Uh, we still were r- reticent to run it, even though that's what worked, and we ended up having two hundred and one yards on the ground. Like our red zone issues that day, in my mind, were a direct result of being hesitant to run the ball enough. Yeah. So, so why do you think yeah. this time around we're going to run it enough? So it's interesting you bring up that, you know, thought they were hesitant to run the ball. When I rewatched that game, it was interesting that they went right down the field the first two drives. They fumbled it once. I believe it was – or no, they missed it on fourth down once, and then they got a field goal once. So the red zone mm-hmm. offense did stall, and it kept the game a little closer. But when you say they were hesitant, like, they still ran the ball quite a bit. I mean, they had, yeah. you know, 200 yards of rushing. So, so clearly it was effective. And I also just think that they know without A.J. Brown and against this defense, their best task is to control the clock and to move the ball through the ground. That's just a sense I got being at Novacare this week. I, I, I think they're going to come out and, and run the ball. All right, Elliot, I'm, I'm trying to think of what the right question is to ask you about the defense as a whole. I'm just going to go with this one. Is there reasonable hope for the Eagles defense to stand up and fight tonight and make the city proud? I think they're going to play hard, if that's what you're saying. Well, but, I guess but, what I'm saying is play effectively. Are they going to play yeah, effectively? So if, you wanted to, if you wanted me to, to try to convince you why it could happen, the argument would be getting Darius Slay back, and then that kind of snaps everything else into place. Because if you have Darius Slay back, in theory, and he plays, you know, he could be rusty, obviously, but if he comes in and he plays to the best of his ability, that does help their coverage in a major way. Like, he is a number one corner when he's playing at his best. And if you have better coverage, that that helps everybody else on the field. It also, you know, it helps the uh, it helps the pass rush, which has certainly been an issue. So that would be the hope. But if we're but that aside, like the defense is terrible right now, and I think Matt Patricia is a terrible coach. So so I do not think mm. they're going to come out tonight and hold this team to like 14 points. I think the Buccaneers will get in the 20s. But the hope would be that if Darius Slay plays to his ability, that kind of moves everything else uh, back to what it used to be. Elliot, how likely is it that Reed Blankenship's going to be able to get out there? I think he's a true 50-50. You know, I think with a muscle injury like that, you see how he warms up, how he feels. 
But I'll say this, like, I think Avante Maddox is a pretty good safety. I know he hasn't played the position a yeah. ton, but he's quicker than, uh, than Reed Blankenship is. I think he also has great instincts. I think you see that when he plays nickel. And I think Bradley Roby is a better nickel than, you know, whoever would be the safety besides Avante. So I think that if they do go with Avante's safety, and I think that's what they will do if Reed doesn't play, I think that actually could be, in, in a weird way, like almost an upgrade for this team because I think Avante – is really good at safety. How badly injured is Baker Mayfield? Well, it sounds like he's going to play. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, you know, I, the, the indication it seems from following the reports down in Tampa and reading this week is that although he is, he is listed as questionable that he is going to play, um, but he's banged up for sure. And, you know, I, as, as bad as people feel about this Eagles team going into the playoffs, Tampa Bay was bad last week against what is truly the worst team in the NFL. No question. Like, yeah. I feel like I know it feels like the Eagles are the worst team in the NFL right now, but they had they had a playoff spot on the line last week and won that game nine to nothing. So even if Baker is going to play, and again, I, he is, like, he's not playing well heading into the playoffs, much like the Eagles. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'll say this, Elliot. There's a chance, and this is a weird draw. There's a chance that the two worst teams that entered the playoffs are playing each other tonight. Yeah. I mean, because I, mean, I think that, that argument. But, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I mean, after I seeing the Rams and the Lions and the Texans and the like, Steelers are the only maybe, one that maybe, is, maybe is there. Yeah. And I know Dallas played bad, but I don't think Dallas is actually that bad. But we, we celebrate their demise. Well, go ahead. I, no, I'll say this. Like, as much as it was not fun watching this team crater to the five seed, I'd rather be playing Tampa tonight than that Green Bay team that played yesterday. And I'd rather be going to Detroit than I would than going to San Francisco. So 100%. It, 100%. As frustrating as this is, and I, look, it's not been a fun month for anybody, the path is still right there. Like, like, for, like for, we saw yesterday, like, Green Bay, they weren't as good as Dallas in the playoffs. They went in and smoked them. Like, it truly, it, it truly is a new season. That's, I think the Eagles are hanging their hat on that. So, if they can come out tonight and get a 7 nothing lead or, or go up 10 nothing, like, the path is there for them to make that run we all thought we could. But, obviously, it starts tonight. I agree. All right, a couple more, Elliot. Britton Covey. Groin issue on the injured report. Is he going to play? I get the sense he is going to play. Again, much like Reed, you know, you have to see how he warms up in the stadium, how he feels today. But just seeing him this week, being around him, I, I get the sense he's going to I'll play. I'll say this, man. They could really use a Britton Covey 20, 30, 40-yard run. I mean, he he really has given them some I great returns. a Britton Covey 20-yard run. He he. I hope. Sparks us. But groins are not good, and they're probably bad no, for punt returners. But you can do a lot to make that feel better. 
and Ooh, it's look at you, John. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> you're not saving it for anything. <laughs> right. All right, couple couple final things here, Elliot. Um, do you believe Sirianni is fired if they lose? If they lose tonight, I would. I do not think Sirianni will be fired. I also do not think he's coaching for his job tonight. I think if Sirianni is going to be fired, that decision has probably already been made because. It's not a decision I think Lurie would make off of one game. See, but Elliot, but here's where I disagree with you. Let's say Lurie is leaning toward firing him. But if they win this week and win in Detroit, he's not going to fire him. And if he's leaning towards keeping him and they go out tonight and they lose 65 to 12. Or, like, even, or even 35 to 14, like Mike McCarthy style, and you just get rolled, then yeah. it can change. Yeah, I, just, I, I don't think you can make a decision off of one game. Like, like the decision – Except if there's a legend available. Well, that too. But it's not – but, Ellie, you and I keep going – it's not about one game, but it is about a finality that ends the slide and says – when I say ends, it means, yeah, stamp that slide is the worst collapse in Philadelphia sports since the 64 fills. Like, he has a chance to overcome that, but they have to win. So, I guess where we could compromise, I do think it matters how they play tonight. But I think if Sirianni is fired, it, like there, it's going to be for things other than like the offense looking stale. It'll be because there's probably a frustration of how he handles situational football. Maybe it'll be because of how the locker room has kind of cratered this year. Like I, I just think if you're if you're Lurie and you're going into a game like you're going into this game, you can't make it off of one performance because if you have questions about him over the last month then you can't let one game sway you, right? Like, you're, like, Jeffrey's in that building every day. He's been around Nick for three years. He knows what kind of head coach Nick is. He knows why this season has gone the way it has. I just don't think one game is, is a big enough sample size to make that type of massive decision. So I think he is, you know, probably on the hot seat heading into tonight. But I think in some ways the decision has probably already been made. All right, Elliot, final thing here. Um, and this goes both for tonight and theoretically the next round if they lose in the next round or whatever. Brandon Graham, Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, three of the core four. Gut feeling, whenever this thing ends in this postseason, they win the Super Bowl or they lose at some point. Is this the end for Brandon Graham, Kelsey, and Cox, either in the NFL or with the Eagles? So I think, if I had to guess, I think Graham and Cox are both back. Um, I think Cox has played well enough, but they'll bring him back. And I think Brandon, uh, you know, brings value to that locker room. So I think they'll both be back. But I do think there's a real chance that tonight is the last time we see Jason Kelsey in the Eagles uniform. And, you know, obviously with all the frustration going around with this team, it's, it's clearly not the front of everyone's mind. But being in the locker room this week, like you look back, I was standing outside of his locker, and like you look at how much just kind of history is there. Like all these like jerseys from past years and all these figurines, and there's a statue of him and like the Mummers thing and all that. And the fact that that's like coming to an end, I mean, it's it's very sad. Like he he is maybe the most iconic eagle of all time, or at least he's certainly in that in that discussion. So, I, yeah, I think I think they'll win tonight. So I don't think tonight is the last time he he plays for the Eagles. But that time is coming, and you know, it's it's. I think this is you know probably. I think he will probably retire this offseason if I had to guess. Elliot, great report, pal. Enjoy the game tonight. Um, we'll figure out if we're talking to you tomorrow or when, but we'll talk to you a bunch this week and get ready for maybe being on the hunt for whether Bill Belichick's going to be the Eagles head coach. Uh, uh, it, that would be such a massive disaster, but I look forward to talking. <laughs> oh, really? So you think you're against that? 
Oh, I think it would be a, a horrendous, terrible hire if they hired Bill Belichick. Hiring I think the, the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. You know what? Unless you're getting Tom Brady with him, he's 71 <laughs> years old. People keep comparing him to Andy Reid. Andy uh, was 55 when he went to Kansas City. Belichick is a defensive mind that's been a disaster on offense that can't work with people and doesn't get along with people in New England. It's like hiring an older, less inventive Chip Kelly. I would not do it. <laughs> oh, that is terrible. Wow. Shame on you. Shame, All right, Elliot. well, Belichick has scratched Elliot Shure Parks off his list for enshrinee inductee presentation <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't person. Think I'll be selected. <laughs> All right, whatever the term is. Elliot, stay well. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, pal. All, right, All right. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.